Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here we go. Twins in Seattle on the West Coast again. Late one last night, they win 3-2. to two. Joe Ryan reemerges tonight from his rehab stint. Uh, more on that a little bit later, but I'm joined right. Our leadoff man, as Sid Hartman used to say on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, is Governor Tim Walls. Nice enough to join us tonight <laughs> to talk about some other sports uh, going on. Thank you, Governor, for joining us tonight. Uh, hi, Mike. It's great to be with you. There's other stuff going on than just baseball. Isn't well, there? well, but your team, Mankato West, won the number one seed. Had a, had a scare. They won one to nothing over St. Francis today in the quarterfinals. Yeah, I'll tell you what, they're you know, coming out of a softball championship down there. They're yep. still playing some good sports, so yeah. exciting time of year. It is, and tomorrow you will be a part of it. The boys' volleyball tournament uh, commences tomorrow, and it's a, it's a club sport that has a varsity feel to it if you go out to the tournament. And it, it failed in its um, uh, the last vote to make it a, a varsity sport. It was crushing, heartbreaking for a lot of different people. And uh, Tomorrow you're going to proclaim it. It's going to be, you're going to proclaim it, Boys Volleyball Day, correct? It is. It is. State tournaments out at Shakopee, yep. uh, the High School Volleyball Association. And you're, you're right, Mike. I know you were out there. They uh, they put on a great show. It's got it's got the feel of the big time tournament. And uh, I'll tell you, these boys have taken up where you know the girls in Minnesota have made us a mecca of volleyball. The yeah. boys are are feeding on that. You know, we've got we got over fourteen hundred of them playing. It's it's exciting. I uh, you know anything as a coach i anything that gets kids involved is an mm. exciting thing and to see all these different kids get involved it's uh you know it's it's pretty uh it, it's pretty inclusive in terms of we've got a couple teams that uh our Hmong students here in St. Paul yep. are, are pretty pretty darn good teams, and uh, they made the tournament. Yeah, and my heart would just aches for them because and not just for them, but anybody that wants to participate. I, I want them to wear a letterman's jacket that's a metaphor as you know but but you and i had the benefit of playing sports where you got a letterman's jacket because yeah. i want them to feel you know, they're putting in all the time i want them to feel that they're representing their school and governor i didn't realize how powerful that was to say that you play you know oh. as opposed to there's nothing wrong with playing on a club team but but to say that you're part of that 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 varsity menu is really important to kids I think it's huge, Mike, and I, I think it's belonging to something bigger than yourself. You're right. These are these kids are proud. They're playing hard. They're doing club. But, you know, when you go and watch at these different schools, I was in, you know, half a dozen different schools here watching them, and their, their peers come out and watch them. They're in those gymnasiums. The banners are up. You know, they're seeing the conference championships at St. Paul Central hanging on the wall, and uh, it's just exciting. And, you know, what we know is the research is, is solid on this. It's one of the reasons I – coach for all those years kids who are involved in activities succeed in school um it it simply is such a strong correlation and we know that these you know these 1400 plus young men that are playing organized volleyball uh 80 of them aren't in aren't playing other things and i I think what we're seeing is we saw some crossover with some basketball players some soccer players you know but 
these are kids that are engaged in their school. And you're right, wearing the Letterman jacket or just wearing a jersey that that says your high school on it. I think most of your listeners know it was powerful for all of us. It's, you know, you move on with your life. But I got to tell you, some of my fondest memories mm-hmm. were both playing and coaching um, with kids I still see to this day. Yep. I was at an event earlier today and a young man who's an attorney here uh, played on a football team for me clear back in the 90s at West. And we both reminisced. Uh, we shared that common bond and it does matter. So I'm excited about this and I can't say enough about the volunteers that make this happen. There's, you know, it's world-class volleyball players here, of course, at the University of Minnesota and others. And there is such a healthy uh, adult club folks that are playing that, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just amazed the interaction that these kids are coming in contact with former collegiate players who, you know, they open up these gyms on Friday nights and these kids are out there playing and it, it, it's a healthy, safe place for them to be. Now, you know, some people probably get a little confused by who makes the rules and the laws, and there's a difference between rules and laws. Uh, you know, the, the governor doesn't govern, you know, how many high no. school sports are and all those things. The high school no. league does, but the high school league delegates it. Uh, it's not as if the executive director of the high school league makes a mandate. He allows the regions to decide and, and, and the athletic directors, etc. That being said, what do you think the goal should be of the high school league in all schools everywhere when it comes to athletics? Yeah, I think it, it, inclusion and diversification and, and to try and make it. And I know there's there's limited budgets in these things, but, but every time we open up opportunities for kids, whether it's speech and debate, whether it's track and field, whether it's theater, uh, football, volleyball, things, you know, I've coached a, a plethora of those things. I think it's always to try and, and, and open up as much as possible. And, and we're seeing this, you know, you and I, Mike, we we played the sports, the football, the basketball as they came up in season. We, we didn't have soccer. We didn't have lacrosse. We didn't have volleyball. No. But I think the more you have them, more kids will play. Um, and, and I do think that that's a part of that whole, you know, approach to education, the whole kid. And so, you know, I, uh, again, these are hard kind of decisions for folks to make, but I think the basic principle is access and opportunity as much as possible. Um, these kids want to play. And I, you know, we talk about how do we, how do we get our kids succeeding in school? How do we make sure that they're not on the streets and getting in with the wrong people? You provide them ways that they feel valued and they're there with these, you know, uh, adult role models. And there's so many that want to volunteer and do this. I, I think that should always be our goal and, and recognize that the cultural differences, people are bringing different, you know, soccer was not, a sport when I was in school. I, no, I me neither. Yeah. It. My, my, and it, it just, and that came with an influx of our immigrant community. I think yep. a lot of it as it grew, you know, it's the world's most popular and watched sport. I think the same thing now that we see this with, we used to see it in the Olympics, the men's volleyball, uh, certainly the Asian countries have dominated for a long time. And now we're seeing a lot of those kids finding their niche and, and being, you know, really really skillful at this and we're seeing a lot of kids want to be a part of it so i just hope it's always about that inclusion opening up those opportunities every time i see a sport added whether it's lacrosse or girls wrestling or whatever that's wonderful yep, um, that's, that's that's the, the victory right that's the victory yep that's the victory you, you know I, and i don't mean to, to overstate this uh but recently there, there was a a shooting and 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 a young man um uh, the shooter that's, that's now in custody and he'll go to trial and all those things killed somebody. And, and, and uh, I was talking to one of his old coaches and he, I said, he played sports. He said, yeah, he played sports. He said, in fact, you know, his cousins and he named the cousins and I didn't know who they were. They were successful basketball players. And I said, what happened? And they said, the truth is his two cousins grew to be six, three and he didn't. And the truth is 
everybody's going to find a team. His cousins were able to find basketball teams. His team ended up being wow. a gang. And the point is, wow. the, you know, yeah, and, and and you know that you know that how that powerful. goes. Some kids grow, yes. some yes. but but the, but the point is, every you know, if you don't think they're going to, you know, they, they, if you don't offer them a team, they will find a team, won't they? Because it, it's it's in our Absolutely. DNA that we want to be a part of a team, and some of those teams are not doing the right things. No, I, that's profound, and uh, I, it's absolutely true, and we've seen this. And that's where, you know, I, as, as a school teacher, I try to diversify myself into a lot of different things. I don't have, you know, musical or theatrical talent. My wife did, so I was over there helping with that, and I was recruiting kids to, you know, from everything to build the prom, to build the set for plays, to playing football. It was about participating. You certainly want excellence. You certainly want to win. You want to play in a state tournament. But I have to tell you that, you know, and the numbers support us on this. You know it, Mike, that these kids who do these things end up graduating and end up feel a sense of belonging. If, if our kids can't find a place, you're exactly right. They will find a team. I, I, I like the way you said that. And unfortunately, some of those teams are on the streets right now. And, and a lot of what we're seeing, I, I I can't stress enough. It's it's terrifying to me the age of some of these kids, oh. how young they are involved in some of these violent crimes. Oh yeah, you and know, I, you, know I, 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 you probably had the same feeling I did today, and, and and when and I never used to have this feeling, but when I saw the forecast was getting to ninety five degrees, I immediately thought, oh, oh, because that you know, science the the, the the police officers will tell you when it gets warm, watch out. I didn't used to have those yes. feelings, but I knew do now. Yes, yeah, statistically, we know that, and I think you've seen us that we've we've pivoted and we've changed. You're seeing a lot more presence of state patrol when we can. You're seeing folks out there, but I think these community groups know, you know, keeping the gyms open on Friday night, yep. and these kids are playing volleyball at two a.m. and and what you're seeing is a healthy interaction with, like you said, a team that is positive, reinforcing, and people kids want to find a place where they're valued. So I think anytime we can offer these opportunities in just so many different ways. And when people see this and each of these kids is experiencing this opportunity, whether it's a state softball tournament, whether it's true team state, you know, track and field, um, you know, volleyball. And now we have uh, this opportunity where you're going to see a whole bunch of really talented athletes. And I have to tell you, I, uh, I have learned much about volleyball. It, what an exciting sport. I well, yeah, full disclosure, your son's it. played, and he's brought you right into it, right? He, he has. He has. He brings the family in, and I'm, you know, a little careful. I think with my my profile, I've argued and advocated for every sport to be out there. But I have you argued with the referees at the volleyball game? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I said, I, you know, my somebody the other day, my... My wife said, it, "It, you know, it's hard to discipline you out of him when you watch him do things." And she, I think, she was seeing some similarities. But you know, he's got a love for, and he found his passion—pretty good little ball player, basketball yep. player. But you know, you you start to get in these big schools. Five kids get on the floor. That's and, right. You know, kids find their place. Do the math. Yep. Things that they can. Yeah, and I just think the thing is too about this sport. I really love these kids play pickup games, uh, sand volleyball down at the, the parks around town. So you'll get a call and they'll say, hey, there's a pickup game at Central Park. Let's go down there. And uh, so they're picking up volleyball. And, you know, it's, at least into their 30s and 40s, they can probably do a lifetime sport here. So sure. I'm kind of excited about that. Do you talk to the high school league often? Do you guys share ideas or anything like that? Or is that just a separate entity? No, I don't. It's a separate entity. And I'm always, you know, I'm always really careful about a lot of these these entities to set up. I certainly, in this case, I'm kind of approaching this one like I do the others as a coach and obviously as a parent. But, you know, I think one of the things is it's hard to separate out 
you know, the, the mission and role of the high school league from the mission and role of, of our public schools. They're all part of the educational process of our kids. And we talk about, you know, the academics as well as the social emotional learning piece of this. And so I, I think one of the things is, is seeing, you know, more of alignment. And, and I think for many of us, it's learning, you know, the sportsmanship. It, it's yep. learning how to get along. And, yep. and when we see, you know, it's clear society's a little meaner and a little rougher now, whether it's fights at airports or in shopping malls. Um, we see some of this behavior at sporting events. And, and I really think that all those things tie closely together. So I think advocating again for, you know, whether it's advocating for budgets for schools, but, but advocating for these, these opportunities for kids to do other things because academics matters. But I, you know, having played and coached and seen the results of this and the data supports us on this, the more of these types of activities that you can add, it just rounds that student out so much better, and they feel so much a part of it. Yep, feel so much better with their high school. Two more quick questions for you. Number one, as you look back on your own career or the careers of the kids that you coach, do you think that you learn more from sports from failure or success to help you today? I think from the failures. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's the ability to be able to take ownership I was talking with this young man today who played for me, and one of the things he noticed the most of is the modeling of when coaches around him took responsibility and say, you know what, we just didn't have a very good game plan. You guys executed as well as we could have hoped in many cases. And I think what he saw was is that idea we're all part of this together. And He saw adults modeling behaviors of saying, you know what, we just we didn't quite do as good as we could have there um, and striving for that. And I think those things taught you, and, you know, I try and do it in everything in life. It's about you know, the sum of the parts, and, and you need to do the parts well. And you keep stringing together, doing the right thing together. Eventually what you're going to see is success on that. And then, you know, if things go right and you catch a few breaks, you might win a championship. Mm -hmm. But the one thing you're going to see is you see that that, you know, all things you do in life, but control what you can control, get better at these things, set a goal to try and get there, and then move to the next one. And I think many times those those defeats showed you, you know what, we didn't quite spend enough time doing this. We, you know, if it's in football, our tackling technique's not good, and it's not because the kids don't want to tackle, it's because we obviously didn't teach them the right way. So I, uh, I just think there's things, and I don't think it's a cliche. I think many of us, and I've seen this because my wife's work on speech and debate. I'll tell you, you want to see an exciting tournament, mm -hmm. go to a speech or debate tournament. You will leave in awe mm -hmm. of these kids. Intimidated, too, by some of them. And, oh, God, yes. I'm like... You know, I watch them there, and my wife always says, if you could speak like these kids do, you'd do much better. You know, they're amazing. But I do think it's that it's the same feeling. And, and I saw it, which I really enjoyed when I would recruit my football players to help, like, work on the school play. And it was amazing. You know, these kids are oh, like yeah. Renaissance kids, yep. and they could do both of these things. And, and I think, you know, for some of us who are older, that's changed over the years where kids have become, you know, try to try some of these new things. They're in swing choir, they're in things like that. And and I also, you know, I think about there's more specialization. You know that yep. if you want to play college hockey, you're yep. playing hockey year-round. Um, giving more of these opportunities that doesn't, you know, doesn't lock some kids out. There's just certain kids, like you said, I mean, that story with those two brothers and the other one no. is just profound. And, and you know, I 
you can actually see that happening. Imagine the pressure on that kid. Oh, and what, and what he probably took it. with him every day as his kids, as, yes. his, as his brothers or cousins went off to play on the on, on the A team, you know, and, and he yes. and he was done with school and had nothing to do. I, I One last question yes. in the last 30 seconds, but I hear you are bringing out the big thunder that uh, a Hall of Famer in two sports baseball uh, coach and football coach, Ty Wacker, may be there? Yes. Ty's my wife's uh, uncle, and uh, – Ty's coming. My father-in-law's coming. Between the two of them, they, they coached for 95 years. You know, Ty won <laughs> state championships at Gaylord and down yep. at Jackson. Yep. Um, and in baseball, too. In baseball, he had uh, he had a couple in that family that were twins prospects. And, yeah, uh, one seven twins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's no one more intense than than. No, there's than not. Ty and whoever's and, in between getting this varsity <laughs> sport, uh, look out because Ty's coming tomorrow. I, I just they've been warned, right? They have been warned. We're bringing him there. He's he's the guy who understands how this changes lives. And his kids, yes. what he's done for state has been amazing. But, Mike, I appreciate all you've done of advocating for our kids to play on, on every playing field. It, it does make a difference. It does, and I appreciate your time so much tonight. Hopefully I'll see you out there tomorrow. You betcha. Bye, Mike. You bet. Governor Tim Walls, nice up to join us tomorrow, boys volleyball tournament, and he will be there to advocate for what is not yet a varsity sport. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.